Hi, Rav Judah here with Masechet of Odezara, Perikdala, Mishnavav, dedicated to the merit of complete recovery for Tova Miriam, Bat Devorah Mindel. Continuing along with the idea of nullifying an idol, if the last Mishnah was about nullifying it by physical acts of destruction towards the idol or, or melting it down, selling it and getting it melted down, this one's about abandonment. If there's an idol and during peacetime somebody abandoned it, they just left it behind, they clearly don't care about it that much, then they've given up on it and it's no longer an idol and you know it's permissible. You can take it, melt it down, do what you want with it, whatever. Uh, however, an idol that was left behind the time of war, you never know what was because of the chaos of war. As a result, it has not necessarily been abandoned and the Gentile who has now nullified it, so therefore you can't melt it down and use it. It may still be restricted or forbidden materials. Bimos ya'ot shal melachim. What's a bimasya? So a bimasya is a, it's later a bima. A bima is a, a platform. This is some sort of a stand that when royalty would travel, if they went on a road, so the locals wanted the royals to bow to their local gods. So they'd make like a little temporary stand on the way. And as the royalty went by, they would bow to the idol. So you have one of those temporary stands. Those are mutter. Why? Those are permissible. They're only stood up for a specific occasion. It's a temporary idol stand. It's not considered an, an accoutrement to the idol. It was just kind of somebody's card table that they took out and put the idol on. And then when the royalty goes by, it goes back to being a card table. It's not anything that anybody really intended to remain as a support for an idol. And therefore, it's permissible because it's now been abandoned as anything related to idolatry.